0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon. You are very welcome to Liveline. Katie Hannan with you until three today. And I want to go to Alan Barry now. Alan, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, Alan, you got in touch with us after that vandalism, I suppose is the only way you describe it, uh, at the door of the Royal British Legion's offices in Dublin uh, on Friday evening. Um, I don't know, some of you may have seen this online. Uh, there was black paint thrown at the door and around the door. Um, you were very upset by this, Alan. Yeah, and I think I'm not on my own. Despite my accent, uh, I am Irish. I grew up in the UK. Um, my great-grandfather was killed. Sorry, my great-uncle was killed in the First World War, and my great-grandfather served in the First World War. Um, <clears throat> I also had another relative who fell uh, at the Battle of Ypres. So if you go to Island Bridge, there's a memorial there, over 35,000. Some people say it's as many as 50,000, but 35,000, 36,000 Irishmen fell in the First World War. And um, I think what I find so upsetting, more, more offensive, is the Neanderthal ignorance of these cretins who threw the black paint on the door of the RBL um, and the mindset of an individual who does something because, of course, the RBL, the Royal British Legion, are the organisation behind uh, the poppy, sales of the poppy every November uh, mm. for remembrance. Well, exactly. And, uh, you know, I think another sad fact is that, you know, they can never announce in, in the Republic of Ireland where they're going to be raising money or where the poppy sellers are going to be because they've had threats from these groups who will turn up and intimidate the poppy sellers. Um, you know, it, it's very much, I think, for me, the sad part is that this is not about British colonialism. I've, I've heard this argument on so many occasions from, you know, from, I won't even use the word Republicans because they're not Republicans. They, whatever they represent is beyond me. But, you know, the poppy does not represent British colonialism. It does not represent the Brits. It represents the men who fell on those horrendous battlefields. And you've only got to go onto Netflix and watch that movie that's just been released, the re-release of uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, to get some insight into the horror that these men would have would have faced. My my great grandfather, Patrick Nolan, uh, was in the Scots Guards. He served in the Boer War came home, married his, my great-grandmother, and then re-enlisted for the First World War. And my grandmother, my late grandmother, told me she remembers her father when she was very little as a loving, caring man. And then when he came back from the, from the First World War, he died a few years later. She said he was tormented and tortured. And one night he came home and threw his medals into the fire. And he turned to alcohol. And, you know... He wasn't among, you know, unique. There were many like him. And I, that's what I find so offensive about this act of whoever it was, and no one knows who it was, um, that, you know, how they even can begin to justify these actions. Because these were Irishmen. 
you know, who answered the call of John Redmond. They didn't go off to fight for British imperialism, you know. But Alan, can you can you appreciate that many many people uh, would view the poppy as a symbol of Britishness, and that it's not just about World War One and the Second World War; that it's you know it it represents it's in memory of of, of conflicts that the British Army have been involved in, you know, all conflicts. And that obviously there's people will have, will, will, there will be people in Ireland that will have issues with that. Uh, I know. I've come across it on many occasions. Uh, you know, I've been called a Brit myself. Even though I'm Irish, I haven't got an ounce of British blood in my body. It's, I grew up in the UK, hence the accent. But no, I, I can't get my head around that. I think probably because I grew up in the United Kingdom um, and chose to come back to Ireland to make it my own. Um, I can't get my head around that because there were thousands upon thousands of Irishmen who fought in that conflict and who did not condone or feel they were part of British imperialism or colonialism. I'll be honest with you, my view is it's ignorance. It's ignorance because the people who look on this that way have not really studied their their, their history. Um, you know, they'll bang on about the famine, which was a horrible thing, um, about what the Brits did here, what the Brits did there. This isn't about the Brits. This is about those Irishmen who were proud Irishmen, who loved their country and answered the call, not because they were condoning British imperialism, because they were trying to secure home rule for their own country. But I think, and I mean, I'll, I'll quote James McLean here because I mean, people will be very familiar with James McLean. He's, he's taken a lot of flack, a lot, a lot of flack uh, for refusing to wear the poppy. And it comes up, uh, you know, every November almost um, again. Uh, this is obviously the footballer from Derry originally. And um, now I think he's currently uh, playing for Wigan. But like he would say, if the poppy was just about World War One and World War Two. And if it was just about the victims and the people who died, the men who died on those battlefields, that he would wear it with no problem at all. But he says it is not that it's for all the conflicts. And, you, you know, that that is the case, is it not? And I think that the Royal British Legion would acknowledge that it's a it's a, for all the conflicts that Britain has been involved in. And, uh, and he says, because he has from the streets of Derry and we all know what happened in, in Derry on Bloody Sunday, mm. he can't mm. wear something that actually symbolizes that or represents that in any way. But he's quite happy to take the, as now we call it, the King's shilling or the Queen's shilling. He's quite happy to make the UK his home. He's quite happy oh, to get Oh, but sure, that's a, so uh, Alan, Alan, no. Alan, Alan, Alan. That's mm. a completely separate issue, surely to God. You're, <laughs> well, I mean, he... he can We're be, talking about somebody he's, wearing he's so a symbol. Why is, why, is he not playing, why is he not playing within the Irish leagues? Look, as far as I'm concerned, if he doesn't want to wear the poppy, that's his choice. I also say, again, it comes down to ignorance because he's saying it was just about the First World War. When did the poppy first arrive? When did it first? There were many conflicts, many conflicts before the First World War. The poppy came to bear as a result of the millions upon millions of men, women and children, but mainly men, who died in the First World War. Senseless slaughter to gain a few hundred metres of ground day in, day out, went on for nearly five years. The memorial, the cenotaph, was raised as a memorial at the end of the First World War 
from the body of the unknown soldier who was brought back to Westminster. And who knows, that unknown soldier who lies in Westminster could very well be an Irishman, a Scotsman, a Welshman. You know, it, it, for me, James McLean is as ignorant as the idiot who threw that black paint on the door of the Royal British Legion. You don't feel that he is entitled to have reservations about wearing a symbol that is so associated with the British Army as a, as a son of the city of Derry? I believe he's entitled to whatever he wants to believe. Um, but, you know, again, you know, even out of a mark of respect for the very fans who pay his wages and for the teammates who play alongside him, he should at least have some respect for where he is as opposed to his political beliefs. This isn't about politics. This is about men who have died in battle. This isn't about soldiers who were killed in Northern Ireland. This isn't about soldiers that were killed but in is, Iraq is it, is it not? Is it not also about those soldiers? I don't think the British, the Royal British Legion differentiates between which soldiers, dead soldiers, are being commemorated by the, are being remembered by the poppy, do they? Again, we come back to the fact, and I'm a former British soldier myself, we come back to the fact, and we come back to the, the narrative of how this came to bear. When I think of the, the poppy, I don't think of Iraq and Afghanistan. Yes, that comes into bearing, of course it does. But it comes really, what this is all about is the millions. Think about how many millions. I mean, I, I remember reading it when I watched that, horror, that horrific movie last weekend, which is so well made. And it brings, even though there's been two previous versions done of it, but what it really does make you understand is the horror of what these men went through. And that's really what this is about. The RBL... Is about it's about commemorating the war dead. That's what it's about commemorating. Yeah, but all well, war dead, Alan. Between, yeah, yeah. Well, so they're still war dead, aren't they? They're still soldiers who fell in action. They're still men who had families, wives, children, brothers, sisters, who died in action. This isn't a, this isn't about imperialism, which is where really James. McLean's argument, but, really, if he's honest, that's but where it's it is coming from. inextricably linked to the British Army, and, and there is just no way you can. I mean, it, it is about commemorating those who died wearing that uniform, and that uniform has very bad connotations for many people, for good reason, who who grew up in Derry, in particular. Why are we focusing on Derry and James McLean? Why are we not focusing on the nearly fifty thousand Irishmen who died in the First World War? What do you think about the white poppy, Alan? The white poppy? I mean, yeah. it's, well, what does it represent? Well, I think it's for people who have difficulties with the red poppy. They think it's more that people who believe that the red poppy has become more associated with bloodshed and that the white poppy symbolises peace and that is the overriding message of that, while also remembering the dead. I have no issue with that whatsoever. I'm all for peace. Anyone who, anyone who has been seen active service or anyone who has even witnessed, none of us will ever witness the horrors that those men faced. Um, you know, if, if someone really wants to educate themselves about what went on, go onto YouTube. There's some really good interviews there, black and white interviews with Irishmen who survived the First World War. 
and they were Irishmen. They came back to Dublin. It was their home. They came back to Kerry. They came back to Cork. They just look at the interviews. Look at the, they the, got a very, the, the they eyes got, of those men. They got a very poor welcome, didn't they? Of course they did. They could, they, and, and they got a poor welcome. And, and again, you know, let's not get down the devil era track or anything like that. But they got a full welcome because, again, the ignorance that was around at the time. Alan, you Alan, can, can I ask you to hang on there? We might try and fix up your line. There's a little bit of a buzz on it. Uh, but do stay, stay with us, please. Uh, and I'm going to bring in Alton in the meantime. Alton, good afternoon. Katie, how are you? How's it going? I was listening to the call there, yes. Yeah, and would you wear a poppy? Indeed I would, yes. I've worn a poppy every year, Katie. I wear it with pride. I've been over to Yeep. I've seen all of the, the graves over there. I've seen what the Irish did over there. I'm very proud every year to wear it. I see that all over the country there are memorials going up for the First World War in every county and every town in Ireland. So a lot of it happening this year. And even in my hometown in Dundalk, there's a new memorial for the, the war in 1914 to 1980. Do you get and any stick for wearing the poppy, Alton? Ah, from ignorant people, yes, from ignorant people. But uh, look at, and I hear all the arguments that you're making about Miss Mateen and all, that's fine. And I'm like your last caller, everybody's to their own but I'd be around the poppy. And that is really a short stat. But again, go back to, to, and I don't want to totally concentrate on James McLean, but just he's kind of the, he's become kind of symbolic of that issue that, that, that some Irish people have, many Irish people, I think it's fair to say, would still have with the poppy and the fact that it's just so associated with the British Army and, uh, you know, the history, the, British, the recent history of the Troubles um, makes that difficult for a lot of people. Do you, do you do you can you take I, that I, on board? Do you accept that it, I, it, I and the and the stick and the the abuse actually not stick abuse that James McLean has had to put up with because of that stand? Yeah, look, can you really? I don't know much about. it. I've heard about it and stuff like that. When when you go to Yeep, you cry for the Irish. We'll wear the poppy with pride. I'm dealing with the First World War, and I understand the situation in the north is different. But I, I'm going over to. I'm thinking about the people from 1914 to 1980 from Ireland. All the over there. Did you have family? We did, of course, like everybody else, like everybody in Ireland. Everybody had people at the war. Everybody. And was it was it like uh, uh, as Alan was there saying saying there that people came home they didn't get a good welcome? I mean, there it was a bit of a secret history, wasn't it? Uh, it, it was, was something that wasn't it, it spoken was. about. It was, Katie. Every every family will have to dig up their own history because it wasn't talked about. Yeah, there was um, there was a, sh- uh, a certain sense of shame almost, despite the fact that people would have, as you say, served for all the right reasons. Probably, but Mary McAleese is a rose has woken up everybody in Ireland. Uh, she got a book of the dead for every county in Ireland, and anybody's welcome to go over to Yeep and see the facts for themselves over there, and you'll see all the things over there for what the Irish did over there, both in the north and the south. Catholics and Protestant life all fighting together. Very sad war, and we commemorate them. It's as simple as that. Yeah, I mean, it's the most tragic. I think anyone who would have read Birdsong, that Sebastian Falk's book, which takes you right back into those trenches, is something that you would never, ever, it'll never go out of your head. Um, it is uh, really the greatest of tragedies, um, tragedy. the loss of life in such a small, short space of time on those fields in Flanders. Um, Alton, will you hang on? I want to bring in Arthur. Arthur, good afternoon. Good afternoon, everybody. You would also be perfectly happy to wear a poppy? Oh, yeah, very much so. And I'd first of all like to thank the two previous callers because they really said everything I would have said anyway. Um, they summed up they sum up everything about being Irish and wearing the poppy. 
Um, it, some people think it's an English symbol, and that's just complete ignorance, really. As, as they were saying previously, it, it's so much ignorance around the poppy. Um, as, as the first caller was saying, but upwards of 30,000, maybe 50,000 Irish men fell on the poppy fields. Um, I mean, the poppy is the ultimate symbol. It's the perfect symbol for those who fell. I mean, it's, it's horrific if you think about the attrition rate with which Irish people uh, fell in the First World War. Um, never mind the Second World War, to, you know, for, for those who actually went um, without, um, without the blessing of the state, they went off to fight the Nazis, you know, and we, we must remember them too. And the poppy is the symbol to remember those who fought against the Nazis. It's those, who, those Irish UN folk who died in the Belgian Congo 62 years ago. Um, the poppy commemorates all those who fell in war and are still falling in war in Ukraine. You, 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 the poppy, it's a, it's a symbol that covers all those who fall in war. And um, as regards Irish men, my grandfather is buried in Aberdeen. He was sunk in the Royal Navy, and um, he's an Irish man. I'm Irish. Um, and you, you, it's known fact to many people who are not part of the Church of Ireland, but we, we commemorate those who fell every year in November. And so it, it, it always surprises me when people on the radio are amazed at Irish people wearing the poppy, because, of course, we have done for the last hundred years. But in church, um, when, when we have a ser service in, in many um, Church of Ireland churches to, to commemorate those Irish men who fell and who are, are all, all our grand, grandfathers and great-grandfathers all over Ireland, um, who we commemorate at this time of year. And Arthur, within the tradition of the Church of Ireland... Yeah. Would it be kind of almost unheard of not to be wearing a poppy in oh, November? No. no, no, no. I mean, as the years have gone by, um, fewer people wear the poppy. And I do acknowledge that. But I, I would always make a point of wearing it because uh, for my own family history, I, I, I think it, it is nice to represent them. Other people have other ideas, you know, and the poppy is not compulsory, of course. And um, it's it's. You know, but, it's a personal choice and that's just my choice. And the other issue is how long do you wear it for? Because there is some uh, discussion around how, you know, what's, what's the appropriate period of time. Some wear it for the whole month of November. Some just wear yeah. it for the 11 days on the run up to a Remembrance Sunday. Well, last year I would have been wearing it for the week, the whole week running up. And I, um, to be honest with you, I, I can't find a poppy seller uh, at the moment in the, where I live. Um, most of the poppy sellers are, 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 are in their... 80s or 90s now, so there's not many of them around. But um, if I do get a poppy, I will wear one a day or two before Remembrance Sunday, which is the 13th, I think, and then I'll remember, wear it on the day. And then that's it until next year. And have you ever gotten into a, a row with anybody who took, took, took well, offence at enough, it? Or? I, funnily enough, I haven't. I've never been challenged. And, and if I did, I, I would politely explain about my grandfather and my aunts and uncles who, who died in the First and Second World War. Um, and just, I, I, I wouldn't be annoyed or anything. I would just explain politely that so many Irishmen, I mean, between 30 and 50,000 in the First World War is, is, is horrific. And I, I, you know, I think it's good to honour them uh, personally. Okay. Okay. Uh, Arthur, many thanks for that. I know Thank you, you, you uh, had a short time that you were able to give us uh, and I appreciate that. I want to, I think we've got Alan back on the line. Alan, are you back with us? Yeah, hi there. I just wondered, I mean, the other controversial symbol um, 
uh, that, uh, you know, as I say, has 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 been a matter of, of a lot of controversy would be the Easter lily. Where would you where would you stand on that? I have no issue with it whatsoever. Have you ever worn it? Um, have I? No, I haven't. But I have no issue with it because it represents another part of Irish society. It represents, um, you know, the element of society that basically feel that this area, uh, this part of history should be remembered. Okay, let me bring in John then. Uh, John, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Katie. Yeah, we have a lot of people there, uh, you know, very comfortable with the idea of wearing a poppy, uh, kind of really disgusted with people having an issue with it. Where do you stand on it? Oh, I wouldn't wear a poppy. Why not? Uh, Number one, it's against my family tradition. Um, And secondly is that People joining the British Army, particularly from the turn of the 19th to the 20th century, they did so not out of patriotic motives, but mainly out for economic reasons, because the country was impoverished at the time because of British British rule. Now, you, you can say, oh, you're being anti-British. It was actually deliberately kept poor. Um. And they, they joined for simple economic reasons. They did? It, the, but, but it, what, it, it gave them a regular wage. But was there not also, uh, and I think Alan brought it up there briefly uh, earlier, that there was this idea that if we, uh, John Redmond, pushed this idea that uh, this would drum up support for home rule, if we were seen to support the British Army in their hour of need, that when, when we came home, that home rule would then be, you know, well then, granted. Well, then, can you tell me why home rule wasn't brought in in 1919, 1920? Well, I suppose, <laughs> if we say, events, dear boy, overtook us uh, in many... I, I'm aware, yeah, I'm aware yeah. of, the, of the 1918 election where Sinn Féin uh, wiped out the Irish Parliamentary Party and the, the country went, voted for Sinn Féin, but they could still, regardless of what the vote was, they could have. The British at the time could have said, uh, "We have a commitment. We have given our commitment. Now, we are here to honour our commitment." But that didn't happen. Okay, that's that's another day's work, if I can put it that way, John. But I mean, come back to the symbol of the poppy, and uh, it's no doubt even the idea that it is the poppy that grew on the. You know, on the on, Flanders, on field. the Flanders fields, like, it, it, people do associate. You can say that it's associated with the British Army, but it is very specifically and strongly associated with World War One dead. And for whatever reason, they went, they joined, they died, and surely they deserve to be remembered. Well, you can remember them, yes, but uh, it's. Uh I mean, I mean, what you know? If you want to take an analogy to it, right? Mm-hmm. How do you commemorate German soldiers who fought for the Nazis? Ah, you're not suggesting that Irish soldiers who fought for the British Army are in any way? No, no, no. But it's similar. I mean, they fought for the British Army. They did so out of for economic reasons. The reason they joined up. Uh, uh, like and the, uh, yeah. the, the British had promised us 
Home Rule if they joined. They followed Redmond, they joined. And then the British didn't keep their word. But you know, by then, you know, Home Rule wouldn't, wasn't going to cut it really, was it? You know, at that yeah, stage, after the, after the 1918 election, Home Rule was never going to be enough. No, no, no. They, yes, but they could have uh, honoured their agreement and they would have had some basis of it. But so they I, didn't. But John, are you saying that if, if the, the, the British government at that time had actually uh, granted Home Rule that you'd be happy to wear a poppy now? Well, wearing the poppy is irrelevant. I mean, that, that, if somebody wants to wear a poppy, I couldn't care less whether they do or they don't. No, but you said you wouldn't wear a poppy. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't wear it. That's me personally. Can I just bring Alan back in here? Yeah, a couple of things here. First of all, this isn't about wearing the poppy. John is entitled, and I respect his beliefs. He is entitled not to wear the poppy. That's his choice. This is about some idiot or subhuman element of society that daubed black paint all over the door of the RBL building in Dublin. That's what this is about. You know, it's not about, I don't have no issue whatsoever. I've got many things who would never dream of wearing Hang on a minute, Alan. Alan, Alan, earlier on you were uh, calling James McLean all sorts of things for not wearing the poppy. James McLean, James McLean, right, in, in the football league he plays in and in the same team he plays in, there would be many nationalities of players. Well, then, then and and many other, so let me just finish please, John. Many nationalities yeah. of players who also could have been from a country that would have been part of the British rule for want of a better word. So they could be from Nigeria, they could be from Cameroon, they could be from wherever you want to say. The British, the British power of influence went global. James McLean has made a political statement, and this isn't about politics. This, let's focus on what it's about. It's Sorry, not about British Alan, colonialism. Yeah, but Alan, you said John, uh, John uh, our caller, and, and anyone is perfectly entitled to never wear a poppy. So James McLean refuses to have it on his football kit. But yeah, he refuses to same, wear a puppy. The very, the, very, the, very, the very same James McLean every week gets paid sterling, lives in the United Kingdom, you know, so, in, in, in okay, sends John, his children to British schools, second, they learn British, they learn British history. OK, let, let John back in there, Alan. Yeah. Uh, James, James McLean would not be playing soccer in England if he wasn't good enough. They're not going to give it for an act of charity. So the reason James McLean is playing soccer in England is because the clubs in England are prepared to pay him. It's that simple. And it's you 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 have Spaniards, you have Dutch, you have Norwegians, you have quite a number of countries playing in, in the premiership and in the second division or the first division as well in England. And if they didn't, if they could, if they couldn't get one of their own players, then they just look abroad, and that's what they do. So I mean, yeah, I'm aware of that. Yeah, well then, well then, if somebody doesn't, I mean, I could understand why James McLean won't wear the poppy. I can really understand it. The poppy, the poppy, and the collection for the poppy is for the charity for the British Army and British servicemen. Okay. No. He's 
living, he lived in Derry through Bloody Sunday and all that went with it. And all he could see is that if he wears the poppy, he's condoning what the British Army did inside in Derry. Now, I doubt if he was actually around for Bloody Sunday, to be fair. But no, but, I, but I mean, he, we, would, he yeah. would have seen the memorial Indeed. of the, the various things and he would have come across it. And it's still a hot topic up there. And given money for it, supporting it, he sees that as supporting the, the, very, the very people who the beneficiaries of that charitable collection are the people that inflicted agony on his own people. Well, there is, there is a simple solution to all of this for James McLean and everyone else just dropping for the games off his own shirts and don't well, play and then, he do, then he's not offended and then he's not causing offence to anyone else. But, but yeah, but well, that's, that's, that's fine. Then, then go on right to the Wigan soccer club. I, I, I haven't I haven't come on here to talk about James McLean and all we seem to have spoken about is James McLean. What I've come on here to talk about is black paint being smeared across the door of a building in Dublin by someone oh, I mean, who that, doesn't that, know that, their history, who doesn't understand their history, doesn't that, understand. That, if you asked them who that, Redmond that, was, they probably wouldn't even know. That, that as far as I'm concerned, is, no, is nothing other than an act of stupidity. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think, I, you. Yeah, I think we can all agree on that one. Will you hang on for me there, please, Alan and John? I want to take a break, but we'll have more on this after these. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. And we're talking about the poppy and who should and uh, how comfortable we should or should not be about wearing it. Uh, Ger, Ger, good afternoon. How's it going? Uh, where do you stand on this one? Um, well, but first of all, I'd like to say that I think every year, you know, for, you know, it's the end of October to start of November, it's like clockwork orange. It's the same, you know, thing where you know poppies are forced onto people, especially you know Irish people appearing on the English television. And I think history tells us that you know it's, you know, people should not be forced to wear badges. You know, and history teaches us that. And I think. You know, people focus on James McLean. They focus on the Irish actor the other day that didn't wear oh, one. Oh, that's on. right. Yeah, just if anyone yeah. didn't come across, that was Paul Meskell, uh, who, yeah. of course, very famous uh, actor now for after normal people, and he was on Graham Norton's couch on Friday night, and he didn't wear uh, a poppy. And but he got a lot of support online for that, actually. Yeah, but look, you can see no. But look, I wear an Easter lily every Easter to remember Ireland's patriot dead. But I would never force anybody to wear one. I certainly wouldn't, you know, give anyone abuse for not wearing one. And I think what's, what's happening here is like a poppy fascism where, you know, there's people on the outlook for people who don't wear one. And there's a, you know, people are talking about, oh, you don't know your history about the poppy. Well, the poppy, when it first originated, was for to commemorate all war dead. But in recent years, it's been completely hijacked by the British, the Royal British Legion into a sort of a glorification of Britain's wars. And, you know, it's not just World War One; it's not just World War Two; It's all of their wars and all of the atrocities that they've carried out in Kenya, in Ireland, in Palestine, in Syria. The list is massive. You know, and even if you want to focus on World War One, you know, there's no way, there should not be a glorification of the mass murder of hundreds of thousands of working but, class but why, men. Why, Jerry, are you using the, the word glorification? Are we not talking about remembrance? But it's not, though. It's, it's turned into a glorification of, of the British Armed Forces. And have a look at any football match around this time when you have 
members of the British Armed Forces marching around no stadiums with Union Jacks, the poppy, and it's, to me, it looks as if, you know, it's a glorification of, of what we've done in other people's countries, and it's a recruitment to get more working-class young people to come into the British Armed Forces and send them off to God knows where to kill God knows how many people, and for them to end up with horrific injuries. And I don't think that's something, you know, that we, we should be telling young people that that's a good thing. Okay, but you say that you wear the Easter lily to commemorate Republican dead, the Republican yes. dead. Yeah. Well, do you appreciate that there should be some symbol to, to remember, that everyone will, will want to remember their war dead? Well, well, for people who want to remember, say, the deaths that occurred in World War One, you mentioned the white poppy earlier on, which re- remembers all dead. And, you know, what do people... You know, when you talk about the Red Poppy, what the people wear to remember the deaths that, say, the British Armed Forces have killed, like the, the hundreds of thousands of people that were killed in Iraq. And I think a lot of this with the, with the Royal British Legion stems from the negative publicity that they got after the war in Iraq. And you see this massive then push of remembrance. And I remember the, war, the, the British Legion's website themselves used to pick a team every year. And one of the, one of the teams one year was the Heroes of Basra. So you're wearing your poppy to remember the heroes of Basra, which was basically the mass killing of thousands of Iraqi civilians. You know, so, you know, let's, let's talk. The poppy has completely changed from its original concept. It's been totally hijacked by the, the, the British Legion into a sort of glorification of Britain's conflicts, uh, you know, a glorification of the British Armed Forces, and also a recruiting tool to get more working class men and women into the British Armed Forces. Okay, can I can I put that, to Alan? Then there's a lot, there's a lot there, uh, Alan. Uh, listen, there's no winning that argument with this chap, is there? Really, um, <laughs> thousands of thousands of Iraqis butchered. You know, uh, glorification. Uh, it's it's a narrative issue Thousands by Thousands of Iraqis yeah. were killed. Are you denying that? Thousands of well, innocent you, civilians uh, were where, killed where, by British armed forces in Iraq. By, by British, if, if British you're denying that, forces. then that's an absolute disgrace that you're denying that. I'm excellent. And what number do you have to prove this? What what was the exact number? <laughs> no, I'm not here to to sort of educate yourself. You go and do your no, own you education. No, I don't need it. I, I don't need it. I don't need Iraqi civilians were butchered by the British Armed Forces. Butchered. butchered and you, you know, it was an illegal war. And you're telling me yeah. that people should go out and wear a red poppy to, to, to say fair play to those people? Absolutely not. And you know when you wear your Easter lily? Do yes. you wear that for the men of 1914 or do you wear it for the, for the IRA volunteers of the 70s as well? Well, many, some of the, uh, funny enough, some of the people that went to World War One came back and, and took part in no, the no, Irish Revolutionary. No, no, just answer the specific question I, I asked you, because you've thrown a lot of stats out there about it's not just about the men of World War One. So when you wear your your Easter lily, yes, and my grandmother used to wear an Easter lily just to annoy her, her father, my great grandfather. But when you wear your Easter lily, you wear that just to commemorate. The old IRA or the IRB, the men that fought in 1916 and fought in the, in the lead up to independence, or do you wear it to commemorate men like the men that planted the bomb in Omo and places like that? 
I Do remember you were the, the, the Easter, well. the, the Easter, well, I'll tell you what, there was about a million Oma bombs in Basra. But if you want to, so I the Easter lily to commemorate all those who fought and died for Irish freedom. He, he, okay, so are you, we talking, you, in, yeah. you include in those the men that planted the bombs in Birmingham, Guildford, killed children, women, killed, dogs, oh, killed horses, children, right? like the thousands of children killed <laughs> in Basra. Or the people who were behind the suit to kill policy in Northern Ireland. Okay. So, so now we now we get to the exact type of person, and I'm not saying you did it, John, but now we get to the mindset of the individual who threw the black paint on the door. Because that's no, basically no. the brainwashing. Well, the black like paint on the door is, you know, harm is compared to what the British Armed Forces have done. You know, in Kenya, mm. in Ireland, in Palestine, you, in, you, in, in you, Basra, you, you support in Afghanistan, in Syria. Okay, can we have one voice? Can we have one voice only? Can, can, I, can I just ask Jared, Jared, just to be absolutely clear what we're saying here, that you uh, wear the Easter lily to commemorate the the... Not just the old IRA dead, but 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 Republicans who died over the course of the troubles and who would have perpetrated some of the most horrific atrocities. You, but, but see, so so because I, I'm just interested because you talk about the British Army atrocities. I thought this I thought this program was about the poppy, and now it's been turned into oh Republicans done this, Republicans done this. Well, Republicans done is not a drop in the ocean compared to British imperialism. Right, so I think this is getting turned on. Oh yeah, what about him? What about that? It's like the person with no, uh, no, Jer. To be fair, you brought up the 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 atrocities that uh, uh, have been associated with the British Army in various wars around the world. Well, I've already answered the question. I wear an Easter lily to commemorate all those who fought and died for Irish freedom. So you have no issue with the atrocities that are associated with the IRA. And that doesn't stop you wearing. That doesn't stop but you wearing. I've, I've, I've explained why you're wearing Easter Lily, and you know I'm not going to get into. Oh, but what about that incident and that incident? You know, because if we'd done that with the British Armed Forces, we'd be naming you know incidences that happened. We'd be here all night, probably all week. You know, well, so. we could be here for quite a while as well if we were talking about atrocities from by the IRA. I, I would suggest. Well, not just the IRA. I'm sure you could go back all the way back to the 1880s when the Fenians were bombing London like where, where does it stop you know what I mean so what I'm saying is I wear an Easter lily I wear it with pride to remember all those who fought and died for Irish freedom and I'm not and getting into yeah. I'm not, and I wear I'm not my into, poppy with pride as well sorry ok can I bring in Philip Philip good afternoon Good afternoon. Yes, I'm listening to that man talking about uh, putting the Irish down just because we were, they were at war with us and they have been down through the centuries. They've slaughtered us from one end of history to the other, from Cromwell's time, Bridget, Elizabeth's time when she uh, planted Munster. The way they used to do it was the army went in before they planted an area and they slaughtered everybody to make room for the planter. That was the standard operation. Same thing happened in the north. We have down through the years, Cromwell brought off, according to Renicini, a quarter of a million children from 8 to 16 off to the British islands of the West Indies as slaves. They were the first slaves there. And that line. So we have had this all the time. Now, 
to come to the present day, our Taoiseach went up to Enniskillen to remember the people that were killed there before. But I have never seen any of the Unionist people come down to remember the people that were killed in Carrick and Macross and Dublin, the 28 people that were killed at that time. Nobody came from but the Phil- North Philip, to remember Philip, them. hang on a minute now. The Queen, the Queen in her visit here, it was at 2011, laid... Uh, a wreath in remembrance of all the dead, including the Republican dead. Well, okay. Well, the Queen, from my point of view, is the Queen of England. If she came, uh, I hadn't seen that. that, But officially, did she come to apologise? I wasn't aware of that. It was a visit. But she did something. But, like, we have never seen it. Like, from the point of view that we, uh, at the time of the famine, it is now known that before in the 1841 uh, census was totally wrong. There was over 9 million people in the country, what they have come to now at the present time because of the fact that there were mistakes made and all that. And as a result, we lost 2.5 million people dead in the famine. It's now known. Uh, and uh, a million emigrated. Now, if that, that was a holocaust to us, During the last war, when the British and American went into Germany and found all these people starving in the concentration camps, and all the dead people were there, this would be symptomatic of Ireland during the famine, where they brought all our food away from us to feed themselves in England and in Canada. And if we had to be in charge at that time, we would have applied the same sense of justice we would have brought out the British uh, British government and the head of state, Queen Victoria, and hung them all, the same as the Americans did in the last war. It's as basic as that. I take it, Philip, so you, you wouldn't be remembering. You would not be wearing a puppy. Well, I will not be be wearing the poppy and remembering the people that did uh, slaughtered us from one end of history to the other here in but Ireland. But what about the we Irish had a people, hard Philip? Fight for Philip. Our, our independence, Philip. A hard fight. Philip, what about and the Irish? What about the Philip? 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 Yes. Please, can, can I ask you what about the fifty thousand, perhaps uh, certainly more than thirty thousand Irish men who died on the fields of Flanders? Who were tricked into going? Well, they went voluntary at that time because they were paid for it. And and particularly in the Pale in Dublin, a lot of the women in Dublin wanted the money for for that kind of thing. Can I come back in on on what they went? Who who is that? Is that John? No, Ger. Oh, Ger, Ger, yeah, Ger. No, like if you feel, a lot of people when they they talk about World War I and and the the poppy to commemorate, say, the the Irish men that went and, and fought in World War I, right? So you had... You know, three main bodies of people that went. You had the, the volunteers who were told by regiments to go and fight for home rule. You yes. had a, a terrible economic situation in Ireland where, even though Dublin was supposed to be the second empire of the city, you had, you know, oh, yeah. the death rate of children uh, at like Kokoa. So you had families sending their, their loved ones to war because they had no other option but to get money. So when people yes. talk about the 30,000 that died, Let's commemorate them and talk about why they died. They were like, like they were told to go and fight that small nations might be free, even though at that time the yes. vast majority of people in Britain didn't even have a vote, right? And when they came back, a month after World War One, the Irish people voted for independence. So they were told go and fight. You're going to have independent small countries would be free. 
And a month after the war, the World War One ends, the British ignore Ireland's vote for independence. So, you know, let's let's talk about why they die. Let's talk about you know working class men from all sides being you know by the officer class tending to go but, over the hill and charge about, towards the trench. But what about sorry, Jar? But the, the families of those men who died, yes, don't they deserve to have their loved ones, their family members commemorated and remembered? And what, why, you know? But, but by the, but not by the British Legion, but by the people that are trying to glorify or say their deaths were, were for something that they weren't. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. and make an imperialist thing out of it and okay. saying, you know, they died for this and they died. It's a complete lie. They died that, that a small elite could have more land and wealth. That's the real reason why they died. OK, Ger, hang on to that thought. Uh, everyone else, hang on with me, please. I need to take one more break here. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Now, can I bring in Ronan? Ronan, good afternoon. Hey, Katie, how's things? OK, where do you stand on this one, Ronan? So I, I've listened to the discussion say with great um, I- interest and I have to say across all, all the commentators today um, I've kind of oscillated in terms of my opinions on it and just I suppose to start off with just giving a, a little bit of background on where, where I'm coming from um, I wouldn't be in order my family necessarily be from a traditional re- Republican background however I, I wouldn't personally wear a, a poppy myself now my grandfather was in the RAF during World War II. Oh, right. um, and to, to, I suppose, disagree. I, I, I sort of got the opinion from kind of listening to maybe Alan's um, commentary, which I have to say I did find very interesting. But I kind of got the idea that it might have been that maybe Irish people joined the British Army or the RAF for ideological reasons. I mean, my grandfather was from a very working class, poor part of Dublin, um, and joined absolutely for financial reasons. Um, now, I, I know that's probably an insincere reason for joining an armed conflict, but, but unfortunately, I, I think, you know, when one is in grinding poverty, that's the way it is. And regardless of what caused that, you know, but I, I, I suppose to, 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 to call a spade a spade, I mean, my understanding is, and my degree is in history, that the, the poppy, unfortunately, does stand for, for all participants um, who died as part of the British Armed Forces. And, you know, I, I, I have such sympathy for the men and the brave people that died in, 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 in Flanders. And, you know, they should be remembered. But at the end of the day, it's very hard to also forget about the false flag Suez crisis, the Mau Mau uprising, Bloody Sunday. And, you know, as, as Ger mentioned, Af- Afghanistan and, and Iraq. And I would just find it difficult to, I suppose, wear something that would also commemorate that. Yeah, you see, I think a lot of people w- will be on the same page as you on that one, Ronan, because uh, and Alan, I, you know, this is the point I was I was trying to, to raise with you earlier, that, that it, it, you can't say it is just for, and if it was just for, as James McLean himself said, if it was just about World War One or even World War One and World War Two, exactly. there would be no issue. But, uh, the, you know, there has been a lot of uh, other conflicts that, uh, you know, you don't need a, a degree in history to understand uh, exactly. that, that are very difficult for people to, to, to want to commemorate or remember. I get all that. I get, I, I, I truly, I, I do get it. You brought up the subject of James McLean and I gave you my opinion on it. 
And that opinion is my opinion, but I do understand people will have other opinions. Simple fact is that, you know, we come back to what the poppy started as. Um, and, you know, what I would, what really initiated all this is the Neanderthal knuckle dragger who basically threw black paint over the door of the Royal British Legion in Dublin. Mm, That's yeah. what this comes down to. And and I would hope that anyone on... I mean, I would ask Jer. Jer, do you condone that? Do you think that that's a justifiable act? I don't. I think we might have lost Jer at this stage. Have we still got okay. Jer on the line? No, we don't have Jer. Uh, Jer is no, gone okay. from us right so, now. But, but, but that's, that, that's, where, that's where we come from. So we come from the, the action of this individual mm. or individuals. We don't know who they were. Who thought that that was a justifiable act? We cut. I get it. I'm not, look, I, I served in the British Army, um, and I saw active service in the British Army, and that was a choice I made. Um, does it make me less Irish? I don't believe it does. Um, if I had to choose between fighting for my country, which is Ireland, or another country, I would choose Ireland any day. That would go without, and there's many an Irishman over the years that's done that. And many an Irishman, good, good Republican or otherwise, who, who, who joins the British Army. I will never ever accept that you can, can, that you can, that you can compare uh, modern day membership of the IRA against membership of the IRB or the IRA. My, my grandfather, my dad's dad, was a member of the IRA. Um, and, you know, so... All of those, we can, the great thing about Ireland is we love our history. And a very well-known program last year, Peaky Blinders, there was a character in that who said, why is it an Irishman that remember what happened 600 years ago, but he can't remember what <laughs> happened yesterday? Yeah. And, and we are great at remembering what the Brits did, the famine. The famine, all, I, I would have been surprised if we could have had this, this, this whole show without the famine being brought up. You know, which was a horrendous thing. But there was also a famine in Britain as well. And a lot of people don't realise that, you know, at the same time. Not poverty, the same, yeah. But, poverty, but yeah, Alan, but poverty I think you'll appreciate there, that there was political reasons yeah. and, and yeah, yeah. Uh, decisions taken that... I get that. That, that, yeah. yeah, I get that. But tenements existed in Manchester, Birmingham, London and everywhere else. Poverty existed all over Britain. But, you know, what happened in Ireland during the famine, and I remember, you know... I. I watched a, a movie a couple of years ago which depicted what happened very well called Black 47. And if I'd have been that Connaught Ranger coming home to Ireland, I probably would have felt the same way. History is amazing. Irish history is probably one of the most amazing histories in the world. All I'm trying to say here is let these people just get on with, you know, wearing their poppy if they want to. I, I think let the British yeah. Legion get on with the amazing work they do. And let's try and isolate these individuals who feel it is justifiable to door black paint over the building, over the wonderful building of the Georgian building in Dublin. And okay. let's oh. all just respect each other's way of life and each other's political beliefs. Uh, can I bring in um, Margaret now? Margaret, good afternoon. Hi, hi there. Um, I think this discussion has kind of lost the plot a little bit, if I have to say, because I, I only rang because my grandfather died in the First World War. Right. So would, would you wear a poppy, Margaret? With pride. With, without any reservations at all? Without any. But hold on, I'd also wear an Easter lily with pride. 
Right. But, go on, sorry. No, I was going to say, tell me about your grandfather then. Where was he? My grandfather, his name was William Crowley. Mm Mm-hmm. He was a chef. He he wasn't. He luckily he wasn't one of these poor men who had to go because of the lockout or anything like that. He went. He he volunteered to go. He left his lovely wife Mary with her three children, and he went off. And then he. And came what, back. sorry, Margaret. Though, why? If if he wasn't driven there by poverty and was he was he? driven there by a commitment to keep the norm. It, 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 the status quo, to maintain the status quo. Well, well yes. And, um, I mean, they're going back to the famine and everything, for goodness sake. Um, he, he went off, he came back in 1914, having been wounded in some. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, he had a, a bad hand, hand inj- injury. Mm-hmm. And he had to take off his ring, which I wear to this day with pride. So you're wearing your grandfather's ring right now, are you? I am, as we speak. And as I said, the reason he went was he, he maybe he was inculcated in something, I don't know. But the, the message of the poppy has been so lost. Because when I think of the poppy, I think of Flanders Fields where my grandfather died. Do you get, though, that many people like Ronan, who seems to be coming from a very reasonable position, would say that you can't disentangle the poppy now from oh, all gosh. the other actions of the British uh, Army. No, 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 sorry. Disentangle it, for goodness sake. Honour our heroes. No, disentangle. I mean, look, I, I, I was on the march in 71 against the British Embassy, by the way, so it's not as though I'm pro-British or anything like that. But um, my grandmother, Mary Crowley, got a pension from the British Army when my granddad died. Now, I, 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 I was only born in 1953. But my other grandma, my father's mother, her husband died in, in the uh, Spanish flu. Right, God. I right. mean, this, this history is so close to us, really. It's, it really strikes yeah, me. But no, may I just say that she got a pension from the British because she lost her husband. But as soon as we got the free state, that was gone. Yeah. Now I'm not. I'm not giving out about anybody. I'm just saying economics. You know. But I. I think the, the, the discussion about the poppy has been lost. But I mean, you. I suppose the difficulty is. Can I bring Ronan maybe back in on this, Ronan? <laughs> you know, yeah. you listen. You're listening to Margaret there, and she's saying she just can't understand why we can't honour. Are dead. Well, do you know what? In, in, in one way, from where Mary's coming from, in terms Margaret. of the, uh, <laughs> the or, sorry, excuse me, Margaret. Don't worry about um, that. Don't worry. <laughs> in in one way, I suppose, Margaret, you are right. That the, the 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 conversation probably has taken a different turn, and that you know, your right is absolutely there to where the poppy, and you know, the thing about both the United Kingdom and Ireland, and what struggles happened in both. In that, if, if you're, I suppose, from a Republican viewpoint, you will say, well, the Republican, um, the Republic uh, was brought forth so people can do what, you know, respect other uh, people's views. And so, too, in the UK, you would say, I would say as well, that, you know, people in World War One fought for um, freedoms and freedom of a small nation. So on both yeah, sides, yeah. you can respect no, I, that I, everyone I really should have the right I, to choose. I really think you're missing the point. 
and I don't mean to be disrespectful, but I, I, I said to the researcher earlier on, because my mum, she had two sisters and a brother, and they used to go out, they lived in Dominic Street in the tenements, mm. and a real dub, and um, they used to go out and sell the poppies, or try to sell the poppies. Mm. And uh, now, this is November, but these guys or people would come out with, with the Easter lilies and throw them at them. And also throw rotten tomatoes at them and pull their hair and made them ashamed to feel that their dad had done some good. When are we talking about now? Are we talking about the 50s or? Oh, no, no. I'm talking about the early 20s when my mum, uh, my beloved mum, who's long dead, but my beloved mum went out and and tried to sell puppies. As a child, basically. She was still. As a child, yeah. yes. Yes. And yeah. wh- why was she doing that? Like why? W- w- because her father had died in the First World War. And it was to remember him and in memory of Absolutely. him. Absolutely. And to try and make some money for the people who were suffering. Right. But... You know, I mean, I don't understand why we can't have tolerance in this country. Ronan? I, I, I think you're right, right Margaret. Um, I think people should be more tolerant. I think, you know, the idea of raising funds for the families of people who died in um, armed conflicts, you know, in this case, the British Army overseas, I think that's absolutely correct. May I interrupt? I'm sorry, may I interrupt, please? This idea of armed conflict, my mum mum and her siblings were going out to raise money for, by the way, uh, people who hadn't as much as a crust of bread and, uh, and before, now, oh, may I just start, please? Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt too badly, but my other nana, mm. her husband died, as I said, in, in the influenza. And she was left with kids. She hadn't got tuppence to call her own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, I, 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 like, I, no, I, 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 I actually agree, agree with you, and I understand where you're coming from, but the, the only reason I contacted the programme was purely, I suppose, to, um, I, I suppose, provide a more middle-of-the-ground commentary here in that I am from a background where my grandfather would have been in the RBL, would have raised funds um, yeah. for family members um, as oh. part of the poppy fund, but I personally just find it, uh, well, well, it's impossible to disassociate that with uh, more frequent no, I think that's where we are all missing the point. And the only reason really? I rang the show was because of I have great respect for the poppy. And my daughter lives in the UK. And I remember going to a, a, a commemoration of World War One. I. I don't associate the poppy with anything but with World War One. But but um, Margaret, Flanders just because field. but Margaret, just because you don't, do you ex- do, do you accept that others do associate it with other? Oh conflicts? gosh, of course I do. But I, what my objection now, listening to the program, is they're bringing in so much else. I mean, they're bringing in the Suez. They're bringing in, uh, you, you know, at some stage, let us just respect our dead. Oh, you're right, Margaret. But unfortunately, the poppy fund is for all of those. It's not just for World War One, and I, I believe that's probably the issue. Maybe that people like Jerry earlier would have had as well. 
Right, OK. Hold that thought, hold the thought, Alan. I'll be back after these. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Now, if I can bring in Nick. Nick, good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, thanks for uh, taking me on the on this call. Uh, listen, I, I get quite distressed listening to this programme because... I come from a background which a lot of people would call West Brit, and I think I represent uh, thousands of people who are sidelined and forgotten and are afraid to speak up. How do you define West Brit then, Nick? Uh, Well, my family are a family, we're, we're Irish Catholics. We have been involved in the British Army since uh, way back, I had a granduncle who fought in the Battle of Ypres. He was a doctor. His uh, diary is available in the National Library for everyone to read or anyone who was interested. Mm-hmm. I had my, my uncle Al uh, fought in the Second World War at the Battle of Alamein. Uh, he came back to Asai, um to find that the job that he was promised wasn't available for him when he came back. Uh, I have my my uncle Jerry was a doctor. He fought in uh, the uh, Japanese war. Ended up in uh, in Shangi prison camp POW. Um, and all of these these people, when they came back to Ireland, they were despised. I mean, I, I recall them in the fifties just uh, walking down to mass, having the poppies. Uh, ripped from their lapels by, you know, people I would consider uh, ill-informed people. Uh, these these relatives of mine were not poor people. They were ordinary citizens who fought for what they believed in. And we've gone around for years just trying to hide because we're despised by some of the people that I hear on your programme. And I, I get quite upset about it. And Nick, when you say you've been, uh, you know, going around trying to hide, do you think that today, even still, that... Even today, yes. If, even if I could find, I would gladly wear a poppy. But you know what? I would be afraid to walk down the street of a tie wearing a poppy because someone would physically abuse me. Ah, they would. Would you they think would. you would be physically yes, abused today? I, absolutely. So, and I can hear it in the bile of some of the people that are talking on this programme. We are a forgotten generation. And the poppy represents lots of things. As far as we're concerned, all it represents is the sacrifice that our relatives made in good faith. And it, there, it was despised the First World War and the Second World War in particular, despised by the establishment in this country. And it was pushed then. I mean, de Valera wouldn't even allow people to work for the... He, he instructed the county councils not to give work to men who came back after the Second World War. These sorts of things are extremely hurtful. I didn't know that one now, actually. There was an well, actual instruction. Well, you just check that one out. So yeah. you're saying Dev sent out an instruction to the local authorities saying 
they weren't to no, be employed. Can I just say something? Okay. Yeah, not Alan. only that, he, he actually had children of, uh, if a father went off and forced, and this is, again, this needs to be looked at, it's 100% accurate, children were taken from their mother and put into care. Um, so, you know, that's a fact. That actually happened as well. Um, so, you know, um, the, the element of society that really we need to focus on here, Jair has gone. We've lost him. Um, and, I, and I fear for the fact that he, he just couldn't put across a good argument. Everyone else on this show now, whilst I was, who, even the, the men, and we're, the men who do not wish to wear a poppy, fine. And let's not get back onto James McLean. But we're all reasonable people who have our own reasonable beliefs. But what we have is the, the jairs of this world, because no, I'm no, saying I, that. Yeah, he, I'll just say, Alan, Jer, no, Jer, He expressed his belief. Sure, he expressed but his he's, belief not here to, he's, he's no longer here well, to defend himself. You, so. asked him, you, asked yeah. him a, you asked him a question about does he class the... I won't even use the word volunteers. Um, does he class the... And his words were all men and women who fought for Irish freedom. So he classed the men or women that planted bombs in Birmingham and Oma he put those in the same bracket as the men that fought in 1916. But, Alan, so can, I, can I ask that, you, though? He's, and I the think... element, he's the element of society okay. that we need to focus on because it's people like him with his beliefs that would have been responsible for the... the and I'm not saying Jair personally, but someone with that same brain-dead mentality would have been the person who okay, would have look, I, I, all over Alan, I, I'm just not happy with you talking about somebody who's not mm. here now to, to respond mm. to you directly. But can I just ask you, the, I think the point he was making, the more general point, if you want to take that point, is like, are you in any way uncomfortable with the legacy of, some of the legacy of the British Army? You wore the uniform yourself. Are you uncomfortable with some of uh, the uh, legacy that, that the British Army has left in its wake? Of course, I, I, I look. Uh, I, I don't want to answer questions like a politician by not answering them and giving another answer. Um, Bloody Sunday was an outrage; should have never taken place. Um, so let's make that clear for a start off. Um, but it happened; it's in history. We have to put it put it behind us and move on. So we all live in peace. So we can all basically never ever witness conflict again. And I'm a firm believer in that. But, you know, you know, am I uncomfortable? Look, I, what I'm uncomfortable with is the fact that the memorial in Phoenix Park in Island Bridge that clearly shows the sacrifice, not only the men of the First World War, but also the Second World War as well. And many Irishmen went off and fought, not because they fought Nazism. They didn't go off to defend British imperialism. It's, uh, I'm uncomfortable with the fact that we, we cannot actually separate that from Iraq, Afghanistan, the Mau Mau, everything else. If you added up every single conflict from the Second World War to now, we wouldn't even get to, I'm not going to say a quarter of the men that died in the First World War. Right. That's uh, what this focus should be on. OK, OK, Alan, I need to take my last break. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. And can I bring in Richard now? Richard, good afternoon. 
Good afternoon, Katie. How are you doing? I'm good. You have a suggestion. <laughs> yes, a compromise, maybe a suggestion. Yeah. Why not have a green poppy or, or even the centre of it being green to signify it's for Ireland, for the Irish soldiers? That, that because I think it's the ignorance of the, uh, of the people who put the paint on the door and, uh, you know, an education about the, the poppy and where it came from. Yeah, and actually, it's inter- has that been raised before? Because I, I, we had a brief discussion about the white poppy earlier, and that's that's one that is worn by people who are, you know, have some issues with the the legacy of the British Army in some in some instances, and you know, putting forward the idea of peace. But I haven't come across the idea of a green poppy. Maybe I haven't been paying attention. Um, no, <laughs> I just, I just heard the discussion. I said, listen, let's let's call it green like, rather than and. And it's a very identifiable um, colour for, for the Irish soldiers. And as you say, and as in fact Alan said many times there, the, there are so many families who can trace, uh, you know, their family tree back uh, just one or two generations and they they will have somebody there who knows about that sacrifice. Yeah. Well, my, my father was English and my grandfather was, well, he died in the Navy. He died when he was, he was serving in the Navy. So, I do have a connection, um, but I still call myself very much Irish. Would you wear the poppy uh, as it is? Uh, that's the, I wear a green a green poppy because the ignorance that you know just trying to explain to people that you wear a red poppy, you know, just the ignorance of people trying to and the abuse you'd get, it's, it's just not worth it. So you wouldn't, but you would, you would if if uh, somebody came out with green poppies, you'd yeah, be prepared to. Or even to, a green center, uh, you know. Or a red poppy with a green center. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Richard, we'll put that one out there. Uh, (laughs) Thank you for that. uh, And thank you to all our callers today. Uh, A really um, lively discussion, I think we can call it. Uh, But uh, that's all we have time for. Uh, Tommy O'Sullivan was on sound today. Richie Byrne was our researcher. Uh, The programme was produced by Annette Egan. Uh, Stand by now, please, for Ray. 0818 715 815 stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie